Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. Thank you for tuning in. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, sitting here debating on what to do today and enjoying the rain and the fall weather. And I read a f article on the news about a a uh, priest. I think it was in Ireland. He preached against homosexuality and transgenderism and uh, a few other things, sexual promiscuity and all that stuff, and talked about how it's a sin and how, you know... Our world is full of sin. And the bishop um, suspended him, I guess, so to speak. Uh, he can't preach. And he apologized to the church and to the, to the people that that's not what Jesus calls us to say. He said Jesus calls us to to respect all people, to, to, what did he say? Let's see. It says the views do not express, or express do not represent the Christian position. Um, let's see. He said that sin is rampant in our society. Um, abortion, uh, transgenderism, promotion of sex between men and women, between and between two men and two women. Um, but the bishop, Bishop Kerry Brown apologize saying like i said the views expressed are not the christian position total respect for one another is the fundamental christian teaching he said well you see that's what's wrong with our world our world is saying you know it's feel-good theology like i said before um, this priest goes on and says, as the old saying is, the truth hurts, but it sets us free. He said, Jesus, for example, did not come to make people feel good. He came to save people from their sins, and that was actually the gospel of the Sunday. He came to seek and save what was lost, the people who are lost in sin. And you know... That's what we need to be preaching. That's what Christ compels us to do. Um, ask him what he thought about being rebuked. He said he couldn't care less, really. He said he claimed the bishop is muzzling the truth in order to appease people. And that is exactly what's going on in our world today. We're only worried about appeasing people. And a, and a minority of the people have the majority of the voice. You know, 
I mean, just take it a little extreme, but I mean, what if somebody's, what if you're out in a restaurant or something and somebody takes a ball bat and starts pounding on your child? That's assault. That's a sin. That's a crime. Are you going to be rebuked for telling them they can't do it? I mean, are we supposed to turn the other cheek, as this priest would have, and let and sit there and let your child get beat to death? Um, you know, the Bible tells us if if we rebuke a brother and we save them, then we've won them back. If we correct their sin, there's nothing wrong with telling people, you know, that what they're doing is wrong. But when you start forcing things on people, that's when it becomes wrong. But you see, a baker who doesn't want to bake a cake, they want to shut them down, shut them out of business. But have they done anything to any people about asking them to make a cake for the for the clan or, you know, an anti-Muslim cake or anything like that? No. You know, several GIs um, tore up a Koran or something in Afghanistan, and the world went crazy, and these GIs got in big trouble over that. But you can you can beat up Christians and and tear down, burn up, destroy pro-life places, and that's okay. You see, we can't even stand up for what we believe in without getting beat down. And the problem with our churches is most of them are preaching the feel-good theology. You know, it's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. You know, just so long as you give your tithe and but the bottom line is, this is the great falling away. There are people leaving the church by the thousands. Churches are closing. Uh, Christianity's on the decline. You know, it's a shame. Um, what do you do? What do you do? Well, I looked up what I thought was a verse that was applicable to this story. If you look in Matthew 10, 34, he says, Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. How can people be saying that Jesus is all, you know, love and he doesn't point out sin and and he approves of your sinful behavior? He doesn't say that. He said, I did not come to bring peace but a sword. He said, I, for I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. 
and a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who will loses his life for my sake will find it. What does that mean? That means standing up for Christ, standing up for what he teaches, standing up for what is right and wrong. What does he mean, taking up your cross? Well, you see, it's a metaphor. Because Jesus bore, was, bore his cross and was crucified on it for all of us. You know, a perfect man, blameless, but was crucified for standing up for what was right. Well, are you standing up for what's right to the point of you're getting crucified by your friends and family? If you are, you're doing something right. If you're not, you're the one that does not take his cross. And then you're not worthy of him. You know, it's a simple process. It doesn't require you to do much <clears throat> other than to stand up for what's right. I have a friend, I say a friend, used to be a friend. <clears throat> she uh, changed her appearance. She's not who her husband married. <clears throat> and she's out <clears throat> excuse me she's out chasing the world she's wrecked her marriage and she's with other men she's not even divorced yet but if you say anything to her you're the bad person She feels she is entitled to her happiness at the expense of her husband's pain and her children's pain. She doesn't think she's doing any wrong. And when you say something to her, you get blacklisted. You're the one that's going against her will and pleasure. So how do you deal with people like that? Well, about all you can do is do what you do. You tell them what they're doing is wrong and they know it's wrong. They're shutting you down and shutting you out because they don't want to hear it's wrong. And that's what the people are doing in the world when they're screaming and yelling at people and 
tearing down things and tearing down businesses and statues and whatever. They're removing the visual reminders of their sins. That's all they're doing. They figure if they can erase the images in front of their eyes or remove the people that represent their sin, they'll feel better. See, we're, we're a reminder of their wrong. <clears throat> what do you do? What do you do? You're in a car with some friends and you're driving around and they start pulling guns out. You say, I don't want to be a part of this. They say, you don't, we're going to shoot you. Well, what do you do? Or they say, we're going to drive by and shoot up this house full of kids. Do you go along with it? Or do you take your chances and get out of the car? Maybe you need to pick a better group of friends. That's division. You can't escape your responsibility. If you allow it to happen, or you go along with it and don't say anything, you're still just as guilty as the people that pull the trigger. That's the problem with our world. Too many people are burying their head in the sand saying it doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to say anything. Too many preachers are leading people down the wrong path. It used to be preachers represented the Word of God and they were interpreters. But now it seems to be they're preaching their own agenda, their own feel-good theology. And they're misleading people. God, hate to be one of those preachers when they get to heaven and have to put that millstone around your neck. It's not going to be good for you. And like always, people, like always, don't be like a... I don't know, like a automated Christian. Don't go to church and listen to what the preacher says and go somewhere and say, well, my preacher says, pick up your Bible. You know, if you're not carrying your Bible to, to church with you when he says, you know, turn to whatever, you should be turning in your Bible, following and reading along and then, you know, making notes and maybe coming back later and seeing if he's right and what he's saying. A lot of people have been misled by the Bible. About a thousand of them were killed with the Jim Jones cult in Guyana. Don't believe everything you hear. 
You don't believe everything you see. Try all things. Read the Bible. Study. Pray. Pray, most importantly. If you got conflict in your heart, maybe there's something you need to be reading and searching out. Seeing why you feel that way. If your preacher is preaching feel-good theology, you need to get out of that church. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. Wherever you are in the countries all around the world, thank you for listening. And uh, share the app with somebody. God bless. <laughs>